We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All systems are good. Ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Vliet! Oh, here we go, my friends. Welcome back to another audio adventure here on Insight. I'm CVV Chris Van Vliet. Thank you so much for being with us on this one. Like, seriously, thank you for being with us. I know how many podcasts there are out there, and there's more and more new ones every single day. So I'm just so grateful that you would spend some of your time with us today. And I'm fired up about this conversation with Lo Silva because he's the guy behind some of the biggest brands and some of the biggest influencers. People who are making seven or eight figures online. And a lot of people talk about how they wish they could make money on the internet. And this conversation is all about that with some really helpful things that you can start doing today to help build your personal brand. Give Los a follow on social media. He's at Los Hustle. I'm at Chris Van Vliet if you're looking for me. And if you haven't yet, please take a second to subscribe or follow on whatever podcast app that you're listening right now. Shout out to our fan of the week, Riley. He says, Chris is a rock star. Great interviews. Well, I certainly appreciate that. I read one on every single episode. I read a review from Apple Podcasts because... That's where they have written reviews. If they were on other apps, I'd read them from there. But Apple Podcasts is a place for that. So if you have an iPhone and you haven't left a review yet, please go in there, click on write a review and leave a few words and we'll shout you out here on the show for free. Spotify has ratings. So if you're listening on Spotify, go in there, click the five stars and it'd be so awesome if you could do that. All right, let's dive into this. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Los Silva. Los, how are you? Thank you so much for joining us. What's up, man? Thank you so much for having me. I was doing a deep dive into your Instagram uh, before we got on here. And dude, it's impressive what you've built for yourself as a personal brand. And I love that, you know, we'll talk about this a bunch, but this is your thing. Like you build brands for people. Right. Yeah. I've been, you know, everyone thinks you're an overnight success. I've, I've been do, I've been in the digital marketing space for almost 20 years now. Like I'm pretty, I'm kind of old. It's funny. Like I see, uh, I saw an ad for some dude that was like, I've been doing um, coaching and consulting since AirPods came out. And I was like, that's hilarious. Like, <laughs> You're like, I've been doing it since Facebook came out. I was like, I've been doing it since WordPress funnels were a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I've been doing it since before MySpace. Right. Yeah. And I think that like, 
I'd love for you to speak to that because I think that a lot of people will go, oh man, I'm going to post something a day for like the next 30 days. And then after 30 days, they realize, oh, I only gained 16 16 followers. Like I'm going to give up. This thing doesn't work for me. What do you think is the actual formula for growing an audience? It's just consistency. It's the truth, man. So I've lost a Twitter account. I got hacked. I have, I'm restarting my Twitter. I think I have 12 followers. So please follow me. If you're I'll watching, follow you right now. Thank you. Like it's, I, I got what it. Is it. Let's put it out into the world right now. What is um, it? It's Los Hustle. Okay. So the same as your Instagram. Los yeah, Hustle. Same, same handle. Yeah. And I lost, you have 13. I lost my Instagram. Uh, it was Los Silva and it got hacked and I had to change it to Los Hustle because there was no like other Los things. And I was like, I don't know, Los Hustle, right? And that became kind of like, no one even knows my last name. People like in interviews and stages and stuff, they're like, Los Hustle. So it became kind of like a trademark, which is kind of ironic because I'm not like a big hustler. It's just, it was a thing. It sounded cool. And now like, you know, it's become like its own situation. But yeah, man, you know, right now as it stands, like um, we are creating an outlandish amount of content for all of our brands, whether it's e-com or service or events, whatever it is, uh, organic has really come back. You know, organic, I used to be, I, I still am like, we're direct response marketers. That's, that's what I've been doing for all my life. Like we've spent over $200 million plus on ads. Uh, we built and sold businesses, seven, eight figures. Um, and, you know, content i always looked at it, it was like that's stupid it's a waste of my time like what am i going to do with that and if i regret one thing in the world is i didn't do it more consistent and at more volume sooner um because now i'm trying to catch up i mean we're putting out three um tiktoks a day three youtube shorts a day and three uh reels a day i'm getting a hundred thousand views on my reels because i already have some reach in insta the other ones are abysmal, 100, 200 views. And for someone who has decent reach, I got like 25,000 people on LinkedIn. Like I've got some some sort of audience. It hurts your stomach to be like, man, like 100 views, this is not going to do anything. But I'm committed to doing it for the next few years uh, at that cadence uh, because I'm, it's not, I'm not working in that regard for today. I'm working to build something that I can actually stop working and will continue to work for me in the future. Uh, and that's, you know, I understand when you start your business, you need money point blank period and like is that the best use of your time maybe but not it's not going to create like massive fruits of of that labor right but it's going to create a moat around your business later on whether you're doing any kind of industry as long as you're selling stuff on the internet toys products personal coaching services uh it's a necessity right because uh now it takes seven touches it really takes more like hours i think like seven hours of seeing you connecting visualizing reading a tweet like seeing you all over the place that omnipresence is way more than it used to be uh and there's a lot of fly-by-night bullshitters especially look at gen z they don't believe anybody they don't believe anything and it's because like our industry unfortunately gets saturated by people that don't do the thing and pretend to do the thing and make money by selling you that they did a thing one time and so a lot of my content it's kind of intense and aggressive, just repelling, like, we don't do that. We're real brands. We run real companies. We also have services and coaching and consulting, but we're doing it. We're selling businesses. We own brokerages. We, you know, you can actively see what we're up to in our, our groups and all the things, right? Because I kind of want to be like the shining light of the darkness inside of the internet, right? Like no Lambos, no stuff like that. I more so want to show like my family life, my friend's life. And the good, the reason you really wanted to become an entrepreneur wasn't so you could get a car. It's so you could have freedom and, and, and stability and, and not, you know, and live a life that you actually like want to try to live. 
Yeah, I think there's this big misconception that if you have hundreds of thousands of followers that you're you're just crushing it and you must be living in a mansion. And I think the reality is a lot of those people are barely even getting by. Yeah, I mean, uh, so for a few years, one of my businesses, our business model was we would partner like LLC, like build a business with influencers. It's still, that's one of our divisions still uh, with different, like more entrepreneur type influencers, but these were fitness influencers, people with two, three, four, five million followers. I'm like, man, these guys have to be just raking it in. Nothing, nothing like that at all. I mean, these dudes were a a few steps above broke. Um, it's because they don't know how to sell. They don't know how to create content. They're terrified of selling anything. They, they care more about the glamor than they do the the revenue. Uh, and frankly, a lot of them are lazy because being a creator doesn't necessarily make you want to be an entrepreneur or be you know, like a hard worker, you're just good at that one thing. Or for the fitness people, like they're just gorgeous guy or girl, it doesn't matter. And so like things just come to them. They're not used to, you know, the hard work that entrepreneurship sucks at any stage, one employee, 10 employee, hundred employees, like it's hard work. But I always say like, so is digging ditches. So is being a restaurateur. So is being the bartender. So is being like the cashier, like work is work. It's going to be rough and tough. And if you want to excel at any industry that you want, you're just going to have to do harder work. So you said you had to build up both your Twitter and your Instagram from nothing. So for the people out there that maybe they're, you know, slightly above nothing, maybe they've got a few hundred followers right now. What are three things they can do to really start to grow their following? So I have no idea on Twitter uh, because <laughs> I have 13 followers. So I can't, I, can't I think you it. have 24. I just looked. Okay. Yeah. yeah double, so, double what you thought. Yeah. yeah. But Instagram. Um, so one of our businesses, uh, I actually built this business because I had this need. My Instagram got stolen um, by some videographers. They changed it into a travel, like vlogging thing for themselves. Um, I didn't want to go through the trouble of like fighting this whole situation. I was like, all right, we just got to start over again. Uh, and you know, you can't, there's, there's, I'm sure everybody in Instagram has been hit up on a DM, like, Hey, you want to do a giveaway Shaquille O'Neal or like Paris Hilton or some TikTok star, give me three, four five grand. I'll give you 50,000 followers. The truth about that is that they buy a lot of bots and you're going to get a lot of people from India, not places that like are congruent to your city, tier one countries being normally US, Australia, UK, right? And they buy it. Some people buy it for clout. And they use that to like sell snake oil, trash and stuff. Um, other people um, have other types of pages, meme pages, whatever you want to call them, personal development pages. And so what, what we did is we went to the approach of like, let me go negotiate deals with bigger pages and entrepreneurship and personal development and say, Hey, I'm going to put some of my content out here and I'll pay you for that and drive people there. There's no giveaway. There's no anything. It's just a value-based video. I'll give you 300, 500, $1,000, depending on the post and the amount. Uh, and I made a lot of friends in that circle. And so we pay for those drops because you can't pay. You can, but it's not going to create the same leverage because um, driving traffic on Facebook ads to your Instagram is just going to be expensive and it's going to not work that much, right? But having an influential page that you follow, say, hey, go follow this person and they see something of content, you already kind of like transmitted the authority. And so it's moving over to you. And if your page is valuable and you connect with people, uh, then that's how you grow it. Uh, other than that, if you don't have a budget at all for doing that, and you can start with a hundred bucks, just negotiate with small pages and kind of take it as it is, right? This is a journey. You're putting money onto you as a human being, if you think about it. Like all I ever know is like, if I lose every business that I have, I still have my face and my body and like, I can talk hopefully, right? So yeah. I'm going to be able to sell something later on. And if I have an audience, 
that loves and trusts me, I can probably make the money back. So it's the best investment you can do because it's an investment in yourself, not a physical product, not, not a brick and mortar. It's you. You're always going to be you. So it's a good investment. At least start with a hundred bucks. And if you can't do that, go really hard on creating content as a creator. Uh, right now, I probably go to TikTok more than Insta. Um, but Instagram is shooting a lot of stuff with reels. So, and if you make one video for TikTok, you can slap it on Insta and vice versa. And, and but I'd go for YouTube shorts as well. Right. And I'd go for volume. I'd go for volume because that's what the algorithm wants. Uh, and I would follow trends. You can search on hashtags. You can search on both platforms, all three platforms, kind of like who the best people are, what their best uh, view videos are and recreate videos like that. If you feel like you can speak to that topic. Where's the actual money people can make on social media these days? I think a lot of people immediately think, oh, it's going to be a brand endorsement or something like that. If you're a creator, as far as like I make creator content, it's affiliate deals and stuff like that. You should build your own brand. It depends, right? Like if um, if I'm a creator and I, I talk about makeup and I'm always putting Sephora and whatever on, I'll build my makeup line or I'll JV with somebody and build something. I would build a brand. Uh, if you're a service provider, coach, consultant, it's in the DMs. You create content, you grow your social media, and you can create a poll in your stories. Hey, you know, let's say you work for free for some people get some testimonials, you use those in a story and you create basically a video sales letter through your Instagram stories. Mm. You create some sort of immediate call to action. Hey, if you're XYZ person, if you're a coach or you're a fitness trainer that wants to make more money, I'm a fitness trainer. Here's five fitness trainers that I've helped. Here's the results on a story. And if you, uh, if this resonates, let me know here on a poll, yes or no, you DM all the people that said yes. And then at the other one, you create a call to action. I'm looking for three, four, five people that want help from me. I'm still kind of in this beta program, or if you're more seasoned, I'm just going to help you scale, whatever it is your skill set is. Take those conversations and go. And then, you know, now as it stands nowadays, like I said, we run a lot of traffic. Um, when you run traffic, people, are, they don't Google you anymore. They Instagram you, they go to your YouTube. And yeah. so if you're not there, you're fake. Like you could have fake articles about you all day long, but if I don't see your content, like who the fuck are you? Yeah. You know, I don't know. Yeah. And Plus, so it supports this, your efforts. If we take this way back, like where did your interest in all of this begin? Um, I've never had a job. And so when I was 20 years old, um, my buddy, John and I, um, that I used to just go to his house and we'd go out at night when I went to fraternity and stuff like that. Uh, we, we started selling video projectors. On, on, he started selling Crown Victorias and I, I was like, uh, what else can I sell? And so we sold Crown Victorias and video projectors in Focus 760s. And we were making $480 spread through, there were 960, we were making like half of it. We were rich, like at like 20, like I was a baller. And, and where uh, were you selling these? eBay. Oh, I love eBay. Yeah, we were selling them on eBay. And then uh, as that grew, I was like, what else has big margins? And I found out that um, you can you can be a, a, a reseller for speaker companies and Bose uh, said yes to me. I applied. They were like, yeah, just don't sell it on other platforms. I shouldn't say this, but don't sell it on other platforms under like this MSRP. I may or may not have done that. Uh, and I became a pretty big distributor. And then I started connecting with other companies in the electronic space. And I kind of sold a bunch of electronics inside of uh, eBay. And so then eBay slapped me and I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what algorithms were. I was a kid. I was just like, this is forever going to work for me. I'm going to be rich. Yeah. Um, and I didn't know what to do next. So I grabbed all the electronics that I had. I had made pretty good money with that. And I started cold calling uh, designer houses like like in uh, 
architects and construction companies and saying, hey, I'm the largest Bose distributor, blah, blah, blah. I'd like to install something completely free in your um, in your offices or in your uh, custom model homes. And in return, just give me the deals that you guys get for the AV. Uh, and that lasted nine months and I didn't make a dollar. The, the first call, the last call that I did that actually made me something was with a company called Ethan Allen, which is kind of like a chain of furniture stores. They're like, yeah, put it in here. The first deal they got me, I sold $100,000 worth of AV. I didn't know how to also install AV. I didn't know the difference. <laughs> so I so I found a, a group that did it and I kind of basically white labeled them for the installation. Like they used my products. They were charging, you know, I was charging $50 an hour for installation. They were charging me 20. So I was making a spread on that. And then I built that company. That was my first almost million dollar company. Wow. So like you've been just chasing after the idea of like working for yourself this whole time. Yeah. Yeah. So uh-huh. where, where did it shift for you when you started to see that there was money to be made in social media? Uh, so f- before social media, like I was, a dir- I've been doing directs, like I bought ads, I bought display ads and ads in every single kind of platform. Uh, I used to build funnels for people. Like I had an agency where I first started, like I, I saw that like back in the day, a lot of people did, uh, like launches, product launches on like WSO, JVZoo, these things. And that's kind of like where I started. And I realized that they would make all this money and no one would sell anything on the, on the back of it. So I, I told people, I was like, yeah, I'm an expert at that. I wasn't, um, but I was like, yeah, I am. And so I learned how to like build webinars and like backend sequences to like monetize on the back end. And I would take a percentage of, of that, right? Cause they were just JV with someone, do this front end thing, make 5,000 sales. And they're like, I don't know, what else are we going to do? I was like, give them to me. We'll figure out what to sell, how to produce it, blah, blah, blah. And so I got started with that. And then when social media came, um, the reason that I became big at social media is because one of the businesses that we had with an influencer, um, he wasn't producing content anymore. He, he was just getting paid like seven, uh, seven figures a year, six figures a month almost as a partner in one of our companies. And he just got lazy. He was in Hawaii. He was chilling. And I was like, dude, we need, we need this content. So what's working? He's like, no, nah, I think we're good. And so I, I got like so annoyed at it. And I was like, I'm just going to do this. And if you go down on my, um, on my YouTube, you can see that like 50, 60, 70 videos are all about keto and like health because it was, we owned a supplement company. And so that kind of got me into like, people started following me. And then I started working with, um, that agency worked a lot with influencers and stuff. And so I started making more content about helping people with that. That kind of, you know, blew up that agency. And so we had two divisions with that, like helping people as a service and then owning some of the brands. Then I just kind of got to it. Like I've always liked speaking. I've never had a problem with like being on camera and on stage and stuff. I used to want to be an actor, uh, and I went to Miami um, to try that for a year, and it did not work out. I lived in a garage, and ants would literally eat my protein shakes, and I didn't have money for like food, food. So like ants would, I would eat protein drinks with ants because there were so many. I was like, fuck it, and I just yeah, extra protein, right? <laughs> right, like and like I, I, I came from there. And I was like, you know what? Maybe acting is not going to be my thing. Uh, and so I, I went back to like trying to do entrepreneur stuff. But I think there's a big lesson to be learned there. By the way, I lived in Miami for five years, so very familiar with ants getting into everything. Bro, but I lived in a, I lived in a garage in Miami Gardens. Oh my gosh! Wow. I think there's a big lesson though to be learned in that. It's like you chased after this other dream, this other goal of being an actor, and you had to come to the realization of this isn't working. Like I'm going to give up on that. What was that decision like for you? 
I mean, it was simple. I, I had no food. And, that, and so, um, you know, it was, it was something that I really wanted to do, but I always knew that I was going to be some sort of an entrepreneur. Right. And so then I went back and just started trying to think about what I could do. And that was the hardest thing, right? When I got into this industry, I was buying every course, doing everything. And you get this, like, these sales pages are so great. They're like, I can make money with this and this, and this, and this. And problem is you try it all half-assly because you don't have that big of a budget and time. And so that fails, that fails, that fails, that fails. And so I committed to, you know, one thing at the beginning, how I started like being a consultant is I committed to LinkedIn. I saw a buddy of mine, uh, Lewis House, doing a lot of LinkedIn stuff. I started doing that and that started going really well for me. I uh, became like a big, big guy in that space at that moment. Uh, and I started training like recruitment companies on how to, how to use the Boolean method and all these things. And then that took me into watching videos of other, other marketers that were doing this other thing. And I was like, well, let me go over there. I kind of just stayed in the marketing realm uh, and just kind of accidentally learned how to do all these things, you know? And now, 18 years later, like, we're here. This episode is brought to you by Athletic Greens, which is a super important part of my morning routine. With one scoop of Athletic Greens, you get 75 high-quality vitamins, whole food source superfoods, and probiotics to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, aging, all the things. And best of all, it tastes amazing and it's really helped with better sleep quality and recovery for me. Whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, gluten-free, whatever it is, it fits right into your diet. Look, lots of people take some kind of multivitamin and I think it's important to choose one with high quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. That's why I drink Athletic Greens every morning. And that's why it's recommended by professional athletes in all kinds of different sports. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially since it's cold and flu season right now. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash insight. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash insight to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Athletic Greens. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I think there's a lot of people that are listening to this that want to be where you're at. They don't want to work for somebody else. They don't want to do the 40 hours a week or an hourly wage. What's the first step that they need to take to go out on their own and start their own business? You know, I'm going to say something that most people aren't going to say. I'm going to say, go get a job at a place that does something similar. Hmm. Like, I wouldn't want to start this over by myself again. There wasn't a lot of social media agencies or this or that back in the day. Uh, but I would go learn what to do. Because if not, like, if you're, let's say you don't have that much cash flow and you quit your job and you just think you're going to make all this money, you might not even have that much of a skill set in whatever it is you want to do. You probably don't even know what you want to do yet. I'd give myself some breathing room and probably go switch jobs and work somewhere there. Or I'd commit to like one thing and really understand that like I'm not going to get rich quick. That shouldn't be like my intention. I want this to change my life. And I, I didn't get into business to get rich quick or at anything. I, I did it to be stable and build stability and be of having my own opinion and be able to make my own, like to create my own direction in life. How do you realize, like when you have an audience, how do you realize what's the best way to monetize it? Because like we talked about, I think that some people can do the brand endorsements, but there's also like selling a digital product or selling like a monthly subscription. How do you find the best way to earn some sort of money from that? It it depends who you are. I mean, I'm assuming a lot of people that we're talking to right now have let's just say an agency or they, they're some sort of speaker or consultant or wannabe in that regard. And so the speaker consultant sells coaching consulting uh, in that particular vertical, the service business that has some sort of service, whatever it is, can sell the service. The, the famous face that maybe have more traction that sells brand deals, they could probably, instead of selling a brand deal, uh, negotiate a better rate or create their own product, right? Or go to a company and say, I can bring this many things. Let's co-create a product or as a product launch or something like that. We're probably not talking that much to that person right now. I think the other people have some sort of a, you know, coaching, consulting and service business, they're all the same. They're service businesses, right? Either I'm giving you service for money, service for clicking buttons, service for manual work, whatever it is. Um, you're probably in the service space. And so that's that's what I would focus on first. Like how do I create revenue in the service space first and like dial in the avatar, dial in what I'm doing. And then when I have more traction and stuff, maybe create a course. When I have more followers, maybe create some sort of course or content or continuity. The thing I love about everything we're talking about right now is like this can exist in the time that we're living right now. Like if you and I were to have the same conversation 15, 20 years ago, like None of this is possible. None, none, none of what you've built is possible at all. No, no, not at all. And I think that that's like, that speaks to the fact that there's like, there's opportunities in front of us right now, like to connect with people who live in other cities, live in other states, live in other countries. Oh, for sure. My two business partners and best friends I met on the internet or in a group that I paid to be in. Like that. And I mean, we're, 
best friends, partners, family members, pretty much now, like everything, right? And like uh, the, the world is open for you. You just have to, you know, I think you have to take your time with it. Uh, I think so many people just see social media and they get mad at like your success or my success or someone else's success. And they're like, why well, don't I have that? And you don't see the internal struggles that they have or, or maybe like how they're out of shape or they're not fulfilled internally. Money does not fulfill you. Uh, it solves problems and it creates opportunities, but it doesn't fulfill you. You have to be fulfilled from the beginning. And if you think about that from the first point, like, hey, how, what's going to fulfill me? What's going to create joy for me? Um, then start to try to create work or revenue for yourself. You'll you'll find yourself more grateful and like in a more centered place. Because a lot of times, like I've, I've built businesses to eight figures before, just because honestly, deep down inside, I was trying to flex the friends that also had businesses at that level. I was unhappy. They weren't really even that profitable. I had smaller businesses doing a couple million bucks a year that were way more profitable for me, but I was killing myself over here because I was a part of that group. And then I realized one day, I'm like, I don't give a shit about anybody's opinion about me. I'm just going to do whatever makes me happy. What do you think is the best piece of advice that you've been given uh, along your journey? Um, man, I, I think it's a quote. If you, um, if you stand for nothing, then you'll fall for anything. Mm. You know, like if you, if you don't have, like you'll fall for any kind of trick on the internet. If you don't have something you stand for and you want to focus on, you'll be tricked on every kind of situation. You won't succeed. If you like, I want to make money. Like you will not make it in this business. If you just want to make money, like you, you might, like you might have your one year, you'll, you'll do this. And that is exhausting. Uh, if you have a goal or you want to help people, if you want to build something that like at first, sure, supports you and does something, but then you realize that that skill set can really help you support other people. And that's how you're making your ripple in the world. I know it's cheesy, but like, it's true. Like just trying to make money, no, that energy like comes off. Like, I don't want to deal with you. I, I can see that this is transactional and it's more emotional and like supportive and helpful. People want to be around you and want to listen to your words more and stuff like that. You had a great, video on Instagram where you talked about like advice that you got from Magic Johnson. Can you share a little bit of that? Yeah. So it was a few years ago, uh, I was at an event and Magic Johnson was speaking and I'm lucky, I was lucky enough to be really close friends with the people throwing the events who were backstage talking and stuff like that. And two of us had kind of like the similar situation. And I was like, Magic, this dude is almost a billionaire or a billionaire has thousands of thousands of employees. I was like, what do you do when you kind of know that like, there's a lot of, you know, I have one of these businesses and I've been thinking about firing people, but I'm a nice guy. I have all this stuff. He's like, Los, winners win. And that's it. And I came back and I fired half my office. And I was like, guys, winners win. Like, I'm, we're going to be stuck with you, stuck with us. We're going to be, you're only as good as your worst player. Right. And so if we had, we had some bad players a week later from getting rid of them, all their workload was fixed and handled by the people that stayed uh and which made us realize we were way more optimized which we already knew but firing people i'm an emotional sweet guy like i can be a prick but like i'm probably not gonna be it's hard for me like i, I under, like it's hard to like tell someone go or you're you suck like it's, it's not it's not nice but sometimes you got to do it uh because at the end of the day you, you it's hurting you more than it's hurting them and they probably have to leave too and you never know if like that's going to support them to become a better version of themselves. Yeah. With everything you have going on in your life, you're balancing your personal life, your professional life, all of these different companies. Where do you find the balance for everything? Uh, be honest with you, man. I don't like, 
it's right now I've had serious conversations with my wife about, listen, right now I, I feel like I have to be super dialed in on some of the things that we're doing. We're doing a lot of new acquisitions and hires and stuff like that. And uh, I feel bad. She understands it. I explain it to my kids and they seem cool with it. And so what I do is like, I go all in here and then the weekends or like past six o'clock at night, you cannot get in touch with me. Uh, and I'm just with my kids. Like I try to go golfing with them. I try to go to pools with them. I try to go to universal studios with them. And like, I'm all in on that. Just trying to be the best dad that I can be when I'm, when I'm with them, not buying them stuff, but being with them. Mm. Like I'm taking my daughter, right. When we leave here to top golf, cause she's started golfing lessons. So we're going to go, you know, she's going to teach me how to golf. Cause I don't know how to golf, <laughs> but it's a great golf, um, great connecting situation there. Um, and you know, sometimes I really, I'm unhappy with how much I work and how should I be a better dad? And sometimes I'm like, man, I'm too focused on being a great dad. Like I should be working even harder. So I think balance is bullshit. Like you're never going to be perfect. Like that's just such a fake thing to be. You're a human being and I'm always trying to be better. And that's a problem sometimes because I'm trying to be better in every aspect. And sometimes that just creates more stress for me. That's completely internalized and created by myself. With all the hats you're wearing, you know, and I'd say that maybe two of the most important ones are dad and husband, along with everything you're doing with the businesses. What are some non-negotiables for you? Uh, I take my daughter to school every day. Mm. Um, we we have to go do something at least. They love being at home. I hate like just sitting there because you're not connected. You're just there. And so we have to go out at least one day a week to do something family. We have to go on at least one uh, family like dinner. Um, I always, uh, I at least cook dinner for my girls like once a week. Uh, and I, and I don't, um, I don't leave, uh, when I travel, I don't leave for more than three days. Hmm. Hmm. So when you think big picture now, like what do you want to be doing five years from now? Do you have big goals? I want to be happy. It's not, well, a I imagine you are now though. Yeah. But I, I want to be, I just, I don't know, man. Some sometimes I think I have what I have, what I need, and I just want to grow a little bit more. I want to. There's a, a lot of people back here. I want to make them rich. I want to show them how to, you know, invest and create wealth and buy houses and, and grow a portfolio. Besides just like working, working and making money, but you know, investing will make you wealthy. Uh, and I think that's how I'm going to make like my little ripple around the world. Um, I want to be where I where I am today. Just happy working with my best friends. You know, growing businesses. Um, I think, you know, with all of the brands that we have, we'll probably have when one of our brands, maybe a eight, nine figure exit. Um, if we don't, we don't like, I'm not stressed about it. I'm not really stressed that I used to stress a lot about money, but, uh, a few years ago, my dad killed himself and, uh, it made me realize like time is so precious. Like, I don't want to spend it trying to make a absorbent amount of money. Like I know I can make money, but you know, I'm more focused on like, how am I spending my time and um, how that money's coming in? What I want to do is have more businesses like what we're doing right now, where I'm less and less involved in those businesses and their assets that are producing for me. So I can do what I want, which is probably going to be work more, but I, I will have the, you know, I'm working with my, I'm flying out to San Diego to see one of my partners or I'm flying to Arizona to see my partner, Josh, and I'm spending time with family. I'm doing vacations and, you know, I, I want to be able to live and experience life more than that that's coming first besides just like i don't have this lofty like we're gonna do 100 million whatever i i think about it but it doesn't stress me and i realize that the less i stress out about 
where I'm going to be. Then, you know, we have goals every year. We're trying to do multiple eight figures in our business this year. Um, and that will continue to go, but I don't want to put crazy stresses on maximizing things and going crazy with that. I think that I've done that and it's not really ever served me. It's just created more drama and more stress. Mm-hmm. And with all the stuff that's happened internally with like my family and I've seen that it's made me realize that life is way more precious than just being stressed out about dollars. My wife said this to me one time, you know, I, I hit like my first million dollar uh, milestone uh, like a year, uh, like a few years ago, right? And she was like, remember when you wanted to make a hundred grand? And I was like, I know. And then like the second I made a million bucks, I was like, I know how to make two. And then when I made two, I was like, I know how to make five. And so she's like, when's it going to stop? And I was like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I want to just find, I'm not trying to chase that. I'm trying to chase like that best version of myself more than anything. What would you say is the best investment that you've made? And it may be a physical thing. It may be reading a certain book or masterminds. Or something. Masterminds. A hundred percent. They were Is that salary. because of the connections that you make there? It's the connections that you make. It's the relationships. It's it's the opportunities in business. And it's it's sitting around with people that are frankly, probably if you're getting started and you make like a scary investment in one, probably better than you. So you can kind of get your hands kind of getting held and your feet are to the fire, like trying to become a different version of yourself. It accelerates um, the speed of which you grow. Hmm. What's the mentally best? Mentally and physically. What's the best book or like the book that you recommend to people the most? Leaders create leaders. Hmm. No, that's not what it's called. Leaders eat last. Oh, that's a great book. I'm in Sinek. Yeah. Yeah. The, the same guy who wrote Start With Why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then the other one would be Outwitting the Devil. Oh, who wrote that? Napoleon Hill. Okay. Yeah. I mean, he's the think and grow rich guy. Yeah. It's a great book. These are some like legends to be learning from. Yeah. If someone's listening to this right now and they want to work with you, is that a possibility? Yeah. Yeah. We have a bunch of different ways that you guys can can work with us. The easiest thing to do is honestly go to my Instagram and DM me. I'm at Los Hustle. Uh, I answer all my stuff personally. Um, whether you're in any kind of business, for the most part, we have a business that can support uh, your efforts. And so it's just best to kind of like jump on, maybe have a phone call and see where we can help. Yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of people listening to this that just want to grow. Like there's going to be a lot of people that are like a handful of followers, maybe a few thousand followers. And there's, they look at what you have and they go, Man, I want to get to that spot. Although I think a lot of other people go, I know I should be posting more content. I know that reels are the thing right now. I've heard TikTok's a thing. And I think they get scared by the idea of putting all this time and all this effort into creating content that's just not going to deliver. Maybe it only gets them a handful of views. It, it, it will. But you know what? At one point it won't. And you most likely will suck at doing this. And who cares? You're going to get better. And frankly, at the end of the day, no one cares about who we are. We're not that big. We're not that famous. Or we just got forgotten. No one knows what they were yesterday. So don't stress out about it. Just yeah. be happy and create content. And at, at, over time, you'll be glad that you did. You'll regret that you didn't. I can't remember who said it, but I think it's so fitting. It's like, you suck until you don't. Like you're That's just right. Gonna, and like, you'll maybe suck a little bit less today compared to yesterday. That's right. And that's just the truth. You spoke a little bit about gratitude and I end every conversation talking about it because I wake up every day and I say out loud three things that I'm grateful for. And I do it before I go to bed as well. So Los, for you, what are three things in your life that you're grateful for right now? My health, my girls, my wife. Love that. Yeah. 
So at Lowe's Hustle is the best place. At Lowe's Hustle. Connect with you. Yep. Awesome. And, and uh, go to my Twitter. <laughs> I, I now follow you on both. Good. And I got to start using it. Well, like you said, Twitter is a difficult one, but you now have 25 followers on Twitter. Thank you. I appreciate After it, this conversation, you may have 50 followers. I don't know. I'll take it. I'll take it. You got to start somewhere, man. Los, thank you so much, man. Thanks so much, man. I appreciate it. Talk to you guys soon. All right. Big thank you to Los for joining us for this conversation. And thank you for being with us on this audio adventure, wherever you are and whatever you happen to be doing right now. Whether you're driving to work, working out, walking the dog, maybe you're even working right now. Whatever it is, thank you. You're awesome, and I super appreciate you. And I hope there was uh, some nuggets in here that are really going to help you jumpstart that next level that you're going to jump up to in your life right now. Let us know you were listening to this episode. Let us know what stood out for you the most. Take a screenshot, tag us on social media. Like he mentioned, Los is at Los Hustle. I'm at Chris Van Vliet, and we'll leave you with the words of JFK, John F. Kennedy, who said, those who dare to fail miserably can achieve greatly. Mm. Be great. Be grateful. We'll see you on the next one for some more insight. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.